Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is one of those solo episodes where I have no notes in front of me. And we are just going to treat this like therapy. So welcome to my therapy session about how I'm grieving my baby while he is still in existence and simultaneously while I'm so excited for the future. I guess I should say grieving my baby's stage. Just recently, I don't know, this has felt like really fresh for me. And I've talked a lot about it with you guys. And a lot of you are going through this as well. Like even a reel I posted kind of not blew up, but got like a ton of views because I think it's a very common theme for a lot of moms who are experiencing this. And I don't know if everyone experiences this or what, but I can only speak to my lived current experience is that he's 18 months old at the time that I'm recording this. And I fucking love this phase. I'm having so much fun with him. He has so much energy. He's walking. He's so verbal. He is such a personality. Like he's able to kind of speak his needs. And it's so much fun. And I'm like, God, this just keeps getting better and better. And you're my best friend. And I have so much fun with you. And I want to do everything with you. However, at the same time, I'm like, what happened to my baby? And I'm not someone who even like loved the newborn phase really. Like I thrived in that first six week period because it was just us. All we had to do was focus on making sure everyone eats, slept and shat. And that was it. But then the baby phase wasn't like really my thing. Like the holding up of the neck, the having to be so gentle, the like, I don't know, they're, they're, it's like a one-way street, you know? They're not smiling. They're not giving much back. They're just kind of like a potato. And some people love the newborn phase and some people don't. I was kind of indifferent, but I love the toddler phase. So that's why I'm surprised I feel this way. But with each day passing, I'm like, I'm losing my baby. And I literally am going to cry right now just thinking about it. Like that one line just fully fucking sent me. I didn't think I was going to cry and I did eye makeup, mascara. But like, it's just so hard to come to terms with because it makes me so sad to think about the passing of time. And uh, time has always been like a confusing thing for me. Wow, this is really therapy. Time has always been a confusing thing for me and an anxiety trigger where I get terrified by how fast time moves and the idea of time never ending and what happens after we die and 
just the infinity of it all. And so I don't know if it's tied into that. I don't know if it's that I have this like nostalgia for the present where part of me is like, I'm living in such a life peak and I don't want to forget any moment of it. And I don't want to take it for granted. I don't want to miss a second of it. I also think part of it is that I, especially post-concussions, feel like I don't remember everything. Like my memory isn't great. And I have this fear that like, if I'm really being honest with myself, and I've never even verbalized this to anyone, not even Joe, (laughs) this is insane, is that I'm going to forget everything. Like, I just have this fear that I'm like, what if I don't remember these things? What if I don't remember these moments? What if I don't remember how good this feels or this exact version of him? Like, what if he's older and I can't remember what he was like as a child? And that just scares me. And then I beat myself up because I'm like, I had this journal that I was going to try and write in. And we also made this email for him right after he was born. And I was going to like email him all these things and I was going to write in this journal and you think I got around to it? Fuck no. Like life got too busy. I think I've written like a few journal entries, but like someone even asked me the other day, like, oh, when did he say his first word? And I'm like, I don't remember. And so then I just freak out. Like, is that just how this I'm going to look back on this entire childhood and feel like I didn't remember it? That scares me. And I hate that. So I guess let's unpack all of this. Okay, so now that we've already cried before the intro even played, I guess we're really in for it this episode. It's funny because I'm recording this in studio and Wolf, the guy who like is the in-person like tech sound guy, he is usually here when I'm doing interviews. And I was like, do you actually mind leaving when I do my solos? Because today I recorded two, this one and the one about sex. And I'm like, I just don't need someone else in this room. And I was so happy he wasn't here when I did the sex episode because I really laid it all out there. And now I'm like, thank God he's not here just watching me fucking hysterically cry while I talk to myself and a camera and a microphone. What is happening? Okay. Anyway, it's this like really overwhelming feeling. And I think also if I'm really allowing myself to get into it, it's also with every day that he gets older. I feel farther away from him as a baby. And I think it also has made me realize that time is passing for myself as well. And I've never been one that's afraid of getting older. I've loved with every new age. I'm like, oh my God, this just keeps getting better and better. But I'm also then thinking like, okay, well, how long do I want to keep doing this career? And And where has my career gone over the years? And I've seen so much success and I'm so proud of myself, but I also can be really hard on myself and I can easily compare. And then I find myself using his growth as a marker for my development for then my age to then be like, well, what have I really even accomplished? You see how I can be my own worst critic? It's like when people say mean things about me, I'm like, girl, you don't think my brain has already said that to me? It's even meaner. And then there's also, and this is like 
maybe not relatable to everyone. And I get that. But for me, I know I we eventually want another child and maybe two more. Who knows? I'm not even going to get that far ahead. But we do want another child. But I'm so terrified by the idea of getting pregnant again and being pregnant with a toddler. And like selfishly, I'm not ready to put my body, my life, my career on hold for these a year. Like it is a year and and more. Like that's just assuming I got pregnant tomorrow. It's more than that. And that's a long fucking time. And I think because I know what I experienced the first time and I'm not saying that it's going to be the same necessarily. But now that I've seen it, I'm like, wait a damn minute. I'm not ready to do that yet. And that's why we're not trying right now. But I think as he gets older and older, I realize like that eventually is kind of getting closer and closer where then I almost feel like I'm up against this clock to do things I want to do, to try and be as successful as possible, to try and do all of this work stuff, to try and do everything before I hit that mark. Because then I know I'm going to be going through that pregnancy postpartum experience again. And I know everyone has a different experience, but I'm speaking from my past is that I don't look at that with like this excitement and joy. And I hope that changes, but that's like I can simultaneously feel that it's such a fucking miracle and such a blessing while also realizing that it was really fucking hard. And that's something that I finally come to terms with in accepting for myself. Another thing when it comes to like the time aspect of everything And this is a weird one that I've tried to come to terms with. And this also has to do with like the memory and remembering things is when we were little, if you're my age, like our parents recorded a few things with a camcorder and had a few photographs and whatever. So like we had picture books and maybe home videos to watch. And now I feel like there's almost such an overwhelming amount of content. And I don't mean that in like a social media way. I mean, like you can take phone videos, you can take phone pictures, you can take like, there's so much that I'm like, where is this going to live for me to look back on or for him to look back on? And I know that's such a silly fucking thing to think. And I'd be curious if any of you guys have thought about this and feel this way, but I'm just like, where is this all going to live? And how am I going to be able to remember this? And how am I going to be able to look back and like tap into this and remember these feelings of joy and happiness? And like, where is it going to be? Literally, what is happening in my brain? If you're listening to this, you're like, this girl needs therapy. Well, I go once, <laughs> I go once a fucking week. But I think that's something I'm struggling with. And then the other thing is, as he's getting older, I'm realizing, obviously, that time has elapsed, right? Because clearly, it's evidence. Like, I remember being like, oh, my God, when he crawls, that's going to be so fucking crazy. And then yesterday, he, my friend had her baby over. And I don't know if it was because he was around a baby, but he started crawling. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? You haven't crawled in like two months. And seeing him crawl was like, wow. I remember thinking when he crawls, he's such a big kid. And now I'm like, what are you doing crawling? You don't do that anymore. Like you're not a baby. And even like him walking around the apartment and coming up to me, hi, hi. Like it's my favorite fucking thing in the world. And then realizing that I don't want to miss anything. And that's what I've said on my Instagram and what I'm really trying to come to terms with personally is 
I am having a tough time balancing the aspect of work and the aspect of motherhood because I love being a mom more than anything. It is the thing I'm the most proud of. It is without a doubt the thing that I feel I am meant to do and I feel like I'm really good at it. And I don't feel shame or embarrassment saying that. I'm not saying I'd be the best parent to your child, but I'm a really good fucking mom to my son. And I love it. Simultaneously, I love my career. I love what I'm doing. I love what I've built. It lights me the fuck up. I could spend days locked up in a hotel room on my own working and like be so in flow. And sometimes I dream about that. But What's confusing for me is navigating that balance between the two because I love both. But what's hard is that sometimes when I'm doing one, I'm thinking about all the things I want to be doing for the other. And then when I get to do the other, I'm thinking about what I'm missing with the other side of it. And I'm really trying to create more of an abundance mindset than a scarcity mindset around this. And I've talked about that with other stuff in life. And it's something I'm now working on with this because how blessed am I to have this experience where I do get to do both? So fucking blessed. And I'm so grateful. That doesn't change that it's hard, but I am so blessed. And what I'm trying to come to terms with is a way to divide the two more separately where I'm able to tackle one at a time. Because when my brain is trying to do both, at the end of the day, I feel like I did a shit job on both ends. And I hate that. I hate when I'm trying to work, trying to be there with Liam simultaneously, talking to him while I'm in the midst of editing something or emailing. And then I'm like, well, shit, he feels like I'm not paying attention to him. This is shitty work because I am paying attention to him and nothing's getting done here. So that is why I'm really excited to eventually have my own office in a home because I can like separate those two things. But that's also where I'm having a hard time with this whole like grieving of the baby stage because... I don't want to miss a minute. And every time I'm working, if I'm in the proximity of him, I'm like, well, I'm missing that. And I hate that. And I don't want to miss it. And it's not a reality in my life to be there for every single second if I also want this career. I can't. And I've come to terms with that. And I do want this career. But working through my own inner jealousy. Honestly, it's so ugly to admit, but it's the truth. I get jealous that other people get to spend time with him. Like when our sitter takes him to a class or my mother-in-law or my mom, or even like if my little sister watches him sometimes, I'm jealous. I don't know if that's normal. I don't know if that's good, but it's true. And I try to remind myself over and over what a blessing it is to have this help how important and vital it is for me to have time outside of him and how incredible it is for him to have these relationships with other people and especially so that he forms like levels of independence outside of just me. But I still am trying to grapple with the thoughts of like, but I want to be there. I want to be the one doing that with him. So it's something I'm actively working on. And look, it has changed many aspects of my career because he is like the primary focus I've changed things with my job. I have hired people to help me with things. 
I have brought on new team members to own more tasks so that I can completely offload them and like work on more stuff that needs me. And then the things that don't need me can be other people and I can then spend more time with Liam. So like it's already in the works, but it's an very ongoing situation that I'm working through. Someone actually commented this on my reel about like this confusing, confusing cocktail of emotions around motherhood and grieving this baby stage while also being so excited for the toddler stage and was like, motherhood is the only job that I've ever wanted overtime and to clock out at the same time. Let that sit because it is so fucking true. In the same exact moment, I can be like, I never want this to end. I want to be here for eternity. And I can also be like, oh my God, I would do anything to be able to crawl into my bed with a book and just be unbothered for five hours. How magical does that sound to anyone listening? So it's really fucking confusing. And I talked about this pregnant. I talked about this postpartum. Two conflicting emotions coexisting at once is honestly what I think the definition of motherhood is. I truly do. And it's exactly what we're talking about with this baby stage. It's the grieving of this baby stage and wanting to hold on to every single second of where they are and being like, I never want to forget this while simultaneously loving each new stage and knowing that there's so much excitement to come and so many new things and feeling such joy and readiness and excitement around the next things. Like the day that Liam like runs up to me and is like, I love you, mama. I'm going to fucking die right there. He already has like learned our handshake that like is my family handshake where we like squeeze our hands and say stuff. And it's like, do you love me? And then the person says, I do. And they say, how much? And they squeeze really hard. And he'll say, I say, do you love me? And he goes, I do. And like that already kills me. But I know that those next phases are just going to be so amazing. And like watching him find his own hobbies, whether it's like drawing or reading or music or sports and like really making friends. When he starts having conversations with his friends and I'm going to hear them, I'm going to melt. So like I'm so excited by all of that. But I also just want him to constantly be in my arms as a little baby curled up, cuddling me and like never leaving. Why is this so confusing? And it also has me thinking like my poor mom, the shit I put her through, does she feel this way about me? I'm going to give her a really big hug when I see her next time because like is she watching me being like, oh, I just wish she was still this little baby that I could hold. I wonder. Let's call her. We're going to phone a friend. Mom, can you talk for a second? Can I what? Yeah. What? Where are you? Am I on a video of some sort? You're not on video, but you are on my podcast. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you look at me and wish that I was still like a little baby that you could hold and hug and be like, oh, what happened to my little girl? So funny. I've been actually thinking about this and I was wondering when we were going to have this conversation. Because I know that that's what you're feeling. And no, I never want to put you backwards. I always want to put you forwards because I love every single 
future you that you are. But you don't feel it at all? You don't feel any sense of like... Yes, of course. Why do you think I always want to hug you and hold you? And it's a little hard because you're skedaddling away so quickly. (laughs) Well, I don't don't love being touched. You know that. I, I know. Well, but you love when Liam touches you. Well... Yeah, I, that's something we can unpack. I do love when, yeah, I love when Liam's cuddling me and I cuddle, I don't know, but sometimes you get so close that there's like no personal space. Well, I mean, okay, so what I'm trying to say is, do I miss having all my young children and just me being the, the pack mother and everybody did everything together and hugging and holding and kissing and snuggling and you guys sleeping in my bed with me? For sure. But life moves forward. That's so sad. I know. It's really sad. Like, I feel so badly for you. I know. It's very sad. And so now I just look at the beauty of all of how you guys have grown and how you've included me in your lives and how we're very close. And so I take that as a win, a huge win. I'm crying. I've literally been crying this entire episode. Who are you interviewing? Myself. Oh, <laughs> so it's just you and your microphone crying? Yes. It's okay, honey. It, you know what? Your heart's big enough to love more than one stage and one person. You just haven't experienced it yet. I mean, you never thought that you could love anyone as much as Joe. What happened? Yeah. You're going to be able to love somebody just as much as Liam. Okay. Thanks for being... Your brothers and sisters. Thanks for being on the show. All right, I love you. Honey, I love you. Bye. Rejoice. Okay. Bye. Okay. Well, that's even more depressing because now we know how much she misses it. But I'm going to try to take her advice and remember okay, get your shit together, Cameron. Every stage is amazing and every stage brings new things. And I can't spend my life focused on the past because that's no way to live. And even if I think about like, my own life. I don't know. I also think that like for me personally, I still feel like a child. I'm not kidding you. I know that I'm at a very like normal age to have a child. I'm obviously like I'm 31. I'm very well age appropriate to be a mother. But when I tell you I walk in that park and I'm like, oh, I bet all these moms are wondering who the teen mom is. Like, oh, look at me. Like, I wonder if they think I'm the babysitter or the mom. Like, no, I'm the mom. I'm 31. I am well equipped to be a mother. But I still think I am like 16. And this has really, really come to fruition as a mom because I truly think in my head all the time, like, oh, people probably think I'm such a young mom. Like, this must be so wild for them. No, bitch, you're just a mom. And so I think because I think I'm so young with the realization that he's growing, like when they're that young, the age difference is so massive and you can just see it. It's so like clearly visual of like him aging, whereas that's not the same with us. Like I don't really look that much different than I did two, three, five years ago, whereas for him, each month is so different. And maybe that's part of it is that it's put like – time and age in such a clearly visual aspect of things and in my head I'm like oh I'm just getting older and I'm actually not a child and I have to get my shit together 
and I have to be there for someone else and I'm now responsible and this is like real. It's not like this little potato that I'm taking care of. Like it's fucking real. So thanks for coming to this week's therapy session with me. I'm probably going to send this episode to my therapist and let me know what you thought. I hope that somehow this helped someone out there. And maybe these are emotions you're also working through. Maybe you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about because you haven't had a kid yet, but it's giving you some insight to a potential future if you want to have children or a friend in your life who has kids. Either way, I love you for listening and for being on this journey with me. And you guys are the best. I will keep you posted on my mental whereabouts on this topic. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I have so much fun recording the show. It is my favorite part of my job and truly is what lights me up. Your feedback and response to every episode is what keeps me going. And if this episode resonated with you, please feel free to DM me over on Instagram or share on your stories. If you are looking for a way to support the show, please rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. It means the world to me and it really helps the show grow. Please also make sure to hit subscribe so that you are up to date with new episodes coming at you every Wednesday morning. And of course, please be sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at, at Cameron Oaks Rogers. I love you and I appreciate your support so much.